Hey! I'm Abby. And I'm Lexi. And we're here with Apes Versus to talk with you about how the birth control pill affects fish. To really understand this problem in the environment, we have to understand what the birth control pill is and what exactly it is made of. Yes, Abby, you are totally correct. To explain the pill from an expert's perspective, we have with us Professor Benjamin from the UNC Science Department. Welcome. Thank you, Abby and Lexi. Happy to be here. The birth control pill essentially contains two man-made hormones called estrogen and progestin that are naturally made in the women's body. These two hormones are essential to women's bodies. Birth control pills can be used for a few purposes, including preventing unwanted pregnancy, regulating monthly periods, and managing acne and hormone imbalances. It is important to note that birth control pills can either contain both or one of the hormones depending on an individual's needs. However, both of these hormones prevent a woman's ovary from releasing an egg during her menstrual cycle. This process is done by changing the levels of the natural hormones the body makes. Specifically, progestins make the mucus which coats the woman's cervix with a thick and sticky substance which prevents the sperm from entering the uterus. On the other hand, estrogens block the release of the signal which initiates ovulation. This pill seems to be quite beneficial in multiple aspects to a woman's body. It is. However, fish are harmed from the components that make up the pill. That is what Lexi and I are interested in learning about. How does the pill exactly get into waterways? Well, birth control pills, along with other pharmaceutical chemicals, are not processed out of wastewater in traditional wastewater treatment plants. Therefore, pharmaceutical chemicals enter the waterways along with the previously treated wastewater. After our conversation ended with Professor Benjamin, Lexi and I were so interested in how the birth control pill affects fish that we decided to interview multiple other scientists who took it upon themselves to answer similar questions. Therefore, please welcome Dr. I, who conducted a study on how and why male fish are becoming increasingly feminized. Hello, Lexi and Abby. Thank you so much for having me. It is our pleasure. Thanks for being here. Could you please begin by telling us about your study? There have already been multiple studies about how the endocrine disrupting compounds, chemicals that affect the endocrine system, which produces hormones that regulate reproduction and other functions, have been affecting marine life. With this in mind, my team and I wanted to dive in a little deeper to find out how these endocrine disrupting chemicals affect fish. Now, Professor Benjamin told us that birth control, which contains endocrine disrupting compounds, enters waterways and in turn feminizes male fish. Does your study confirm this? In fact, it does. My team and I decided to set up a study on evidence of estrogenic, which is a naturally made female hormone, endocrine disruption in smallmouth and largemouth bass inhabiting Northeast United States National Wildlife Refuge waters. And what did you find? Well, our findings confirmed that the majority of male fish collected exhibited intersex attributes. In other words, these male fish had both male reproductive parts and female reproductive parts, 
which confirms the chemical estrogen to be negatively affecting male fish. This, in turn, is presenting issues in the reproductive process for smallmouth and largemouth bass, which consequently affects the population size of both of these two species. Although what Dr. I found is very compelling, another scientist, Dr. Frankel, from the North Carolina State Science Department, discovered that the chemicals and compounds making up the birth control pills have other negative effects on fish. Welcome, Dr. Frankel. Thank you so much for having me. It's our pleasure. Please tell us about what you found in your study. I'd be happy to. My team and I decided to conduct a study to learn how the contraceptive progestin, gestagene, which is a common compound found in birth control, affects the egg deposition of female fathead minnows. In order to answer this question, my team and I conducted a dose-response study in which we tested consistently increasing concentrations of gestagene in aquatic water that the fathead minnows would typically be located in. If I could please interject, what even is a dose-response study? Well, I'm glad you asked. A dose-response study is a process of graphing the response of a varying dosage of a certain chemical or compound. Ah, okay. Makes good sense. Could you please continue and reveal the results of the experiment? Sure thing. The results demonstrated a decrease in female egg deposition as the concentration of gestagene increased. In conclusion, the study suggests that there will be a decrease in the population of fathead minnows due to the fact that the female fish are depositing less eggs, which is their way of reproducing more fish. Very interesting. Lexi and I are both so flattered that you could join us today. Thank you so much for stopping by, Dr. Frankel. It's my pleasure. Anytime, girls. Let's break down the info we discussed with the scientists who shared their studies with us. The first study we learned about discussed the issue of feminized male fish due to the compounds that make up birth control. Whereas in the second study, we learned about the delayed reproduction of female fish, which is also due to the compounds that make up birth control. As these two studies are compared and related, it is important to note that both studies' results indicate that the populations of the three species, and possibly more, will be negatively impacted. As we have now opened this topic up for discussion, we must discuss some preventative methods to combat the issue of pharmaceutical medications from entering the waterways. Firstly, it is advised that extra medication be thrown in the garbage rather than flush down toilets or wash down drains. And secondly, perhaps in time, wastewater treatment plants can be designed to filter out birth control compounds and other potential man-made chemicals. Well, unfortunately, that's all the time we have for today's talk. But be sure to stay tuned for our next Apes vs. podcast on veganism. Is it really benefiting the environment? Thanks, Thanks for, for listening, listening and, and have, have a great day. The people talking in this podcast are not real researchers. We are high school students making a project for our final exam. All citations will be in the down bar. Thanks.